This is John Floridas. Welcome to Musicians Spotlight. Today we welcome back Jamie Stone. Future promise. Settle it up right now. Future promise. Settle it up right now. Future promise. Settle it up right now. Future promise. Summer again already. We weren't even waiting. Summer again already. Roll up your sleeves, show me your brawn and beauty. Take this promise apart. Let's get carried away. Unstop your heart. Call it out so you know right now. Call it out to you know me now. Call it out so you know right now. Call it out to you know me now. Future promise. Settle it up right now. Future promise. Settle it up right now. Future promise. Settle it up right now. Future promise. It's always been summer. Even when we weren't looking. Can we finally learn? Roll up our sleeves. See how we're thirsty and yearning. Take this promise apart Let's get carried away Unstop your heart Call it so you know right now Call it out to you This is John Floridas. Welcome to Musicians Spotlight. I'm very pleased to welcome back to the program, Jamie Stone. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm well. So good to be with you. Thank you so much for coming back to us here at Musicians Spotlight. I should tell folks that we are speaking to Jamie by phone as he is calling from Boulder, Colorado. We were just reminiscing a little bit about some connections that I have to that area as well. JamieStone.com is the name of his website. I'm going to spell that for folks because there's a Y in there. J-A-Y-M-E stone s-t-o-n-e.com awake is his most recent recording and we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about this recording because it's a very unique and different project for him and uh, a real departure um, into a new a new phase i think 
Uh, Jamie's a multiple Juno Award and Canadian Folk Music Award winner. He's released seven recordings and collaborated with some familiar names to our program. Bruce Molsky uh, was on the program a number of years ago, though, but a terrific musician. Julian Lodge, Tim O'Brien, and of course, the amazing Maura Smiley, who has uh, been on the program a few times as well. He's been featured on NPR, BBC, and CBC, performing thousands of concerts at places like the Lincoln and Kennedy Centers, Library of Congress, Bumbershoot, Rocky Grass, Celtic Connections, Vancouver Folk Festival, Lotus Festival, Chicago World Music Festival, Montreal Jazz Festival, and many more. Lots of real cool <laughs> venues, to put it mildly, Jamie. <laughs> Some great, great places, and what a, what a variety. Um, before we get too far into this, just, let's just kind of uh, reflect on that for real quick and talk about, um, let's say, like, pick out maybe three of those that stand out to you as uh, as venues of places that, that you've been able to take your music. Oh, you're going to make me tear up thinking about going on tour right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I actually haven't haven't been feeling all that wistful. I've been very much enjoying being grounded at home and being with my family and not the sort of endless comings and goings of tour life. But just now, you know, six months into quarantine, I'm definitely feeling the pull like, oh, what about that? The magic reset of just being able to be in a new place and see new people and make music with people I love. Um, but yeah, as you list those, um, I am remembering how many amazing places I've been fortunate enough to play. Um, let's see, maybe the most fascinating and beautiful venue I've ever played was unexpectedly in Northwest Arkansas, just outside of Fayetteville. Hmm. Um, and I wish I could remember the name of the architect, a, a woman um, who actually studied with Frank Lloyd Wright, but I can't remember her name. She designed these glass churches um, that are entirely windows, 70 feet of windows um, out in the woods. So you actually have to do a walk through the woods to get there. And you'd think the acoustics wouldn't be good, but they are <laughs> no. extraordinary. Like you play a note and it's like, holographic or something all of oh a sudden gosh. your note you just played is everywhere um and uh that's a really special place that i've played a couple of times and i'm due to play again god willing in 2021 we'll see um and yeah all those festivals you mentioned i mean i remember years where we would play a folk jazz classical and world music festival four nights in a row play the same set somehow nobody noticed um that you know i used to say like uh we um what what what, did I, what was that line um um yeah i don't know what kind of music we play but you know it's like we play every kind of music um and and so the left-leaning audiences um would go for it and we were pretty genre fluid i like that genre fluid yeah and that lincoln center show you mentioned was also really special because you know it was in the atrium which is a a kind of a public space people go to free concerts they're packed as anything free in new york is um and yet you can hear a pin drop in there um it's quite a beautiful scene hey jamie i'm trying to remember from our last interview which was what three or four years ago i think at this point i think it was also by phone as well yes 
So now I think about it, I'm a little bummed because usually I'll, I'll end the phone interview and say, gosh, I hope the next time we're, we have a conversation, it'll be face to face. But these days, uh, recording this at uh, kind of the middle of August in 2020, we're not doing a lot of face to face interviews. So, no. um, but yeah, it's it a few years ago, but I'm trying to remember where you grew up. Mm. I grew up in Toronto and lived there until my teenage years. And then I was in Vancouver for a few years, which is where I started playing banjo and writing music. And then I moved back to Toronto and now Colorado.
Talk to me about Toronto just for a second. I know that's, well, both Toronto and Vancouver are pretty well-known cities, but maybe tell us, um, before we get into the deep into the music, I'd like to just kind of dive into sure. Jamie a little bit here and just talk a little bit about like maybe with each town, something about those towns that, that stand out to you that maybe folks don't know. And it might be something maybe that's, uh, you know, more musically related or it could be just something just in general. Yeah, well, Toronto's the most multicultural city in the world, and it's a city of neighborhoods. And so there's the Portuguese neighborhood and a, a couple little Indias and a Korean neighborhood, and um, the food is extraordinary, and there's so much music and so much of, for lack of a better term, what we call world music, um, which uh, all music is world music. It just really depends on um, where you're looking from. Um, but there was a really incredible series down by the water called Harborfront, and they would bring in musicians from all over the world every summer. Um, and I remember seeing Harry Prasad Chiracia and Zakir Hussain and remember Shakti and Bubakar Traore, an amazing, um, guitar player from Mali, Ali Farkature. Um, there was just so much music from all over and i really didn't notice that in a way um like a fish in water you know until i left and i realized that that was such a huge influence on me um just the idea that you could bop between uh continents um or centuries or styles that easily that's sort of they all coexisted for me growing up um and so i think that really had a big influence on me um, and, and that's sort of how I approach music, you know, that there's a whole world out there to sort of feast your ears on and explore and be curious about, and they can all coexist, you know, um, even if they're in their distinct neighborhood, you can walk between them pretty easily. Well, and Vancouver is also considered a pretty multicultural city as well. Isn't that right? Definitely. Yeah. And Vancouver was the place where I heard the banjo for the first time and started, really taking music seriously. So um, in my years there, finishing high school, largely skipping class and sitting out under the willow tree on the front lawn of my high school, um, playing banjo all day. Um, and and then a couple years after that, where I, I busked down at Granville Island, um, I would wake up in the morning and I would learn like four new songs and then go and practice them all day um, for uh, tips. Um, and, uh, um, that was really like the place that I caught serious about music. Summer will circle, it's coming undone. August and after you won't feel the sun. I see you see me from up on the heights You tell me everything's gonna be right We wind it in circles, the questions entwine 
What you would give me, I'd give it in kind. The trees are still ringing, I'm ringing your phone. All of these boys have to go it alone. You're lost, I'm lost, we're all the same. You say, I say, we say his name. A light, a light, a life is made. He's here, he's gone, don't let it fade. The salt dissolves, your eyes are clear. My hands, your hands, a single sphere. Awake, awake, the light has come. Unache, unache, the past is numb. We scatter your ashes and out at the break. Gather up all that you left in your wake. It's hard to just live in the air and the sea. With nowhere to land, you got nowhere to be. It's like you ain't left, but what's left is right here. So how come what's so far away feels so near? You told me to tell me to wait for your call. On you ever since we're small. You're lost, I'm lost, we're all the same. You say I say we say his name. A light, a light, a life is made. He's here, he's gone, don't let it fade. The salt dissolves, your eyes are clear. My hands, your hands, a single sphere. Awake, awake, the light has come. An ache, an ache, the past is numb.
Jamie Stone joining us here on Musician Spotlight, calling us from Boulder, Colorado. Jamie, I thought I would just read one of the first paragraphs in your bio here, uh, just to kind of use that as a, a jumping off point. I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to go with this, but I'm just going to start with it because I think it's a cool, cool kind of summation. Jamie Stone is a musician, composer, instigator, I like that, uh, producer, producer and educator, on any given day, you might find him in his studio reworking a little-known hymn learned from a field recording, producing a session with musicians from, uh, for, forgive my ignorance, is it Bamako? Bamako or New York, creating experimental soundscapes or tucking his kids in on time so he can get back to writing the next verse of a new song. I, I just like how this paragraph kind of lays itself out in describing a little bit more about you. And maybe I'll just say, comment on that. So take us from that point and, and uh, uh, just kind of take that where you want. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have always been a listener first, which is to say, I love music so much. Um, I would probably continue just to be uh, a listener and lover of music were it not for hearing some sounds in my head that weren't already in the world and feeling like I need to go do that. Um, well, a quick story is um, I used to go to the record store when I was in my early 20s um, when such things still existed. <laughs> and, um, you know, I remember there was a big record store in Toronto and you could go from room to room. There was the jazz room and the folk room, etc. cetera. Um, and, and they would open the cellophane and you could put on headphones and you could listen to a, a CD um, pre-digital to find out what it was before you'd commit to buying it. Um, and I remember spending like three hours one day listening to all kinds of things and feeling like I just hadn't heard the thing that I really wanted. And I left and went for a walk with a friend and I was telling them about this. And, uh, um, and she said, I, I think you're probably looking for your record. Oh, and I hadn't made a record yet. And I suddenly realized like, oh yeah, that was the thing. It was like, there was something in each room, um, that I wanted, you know, I love the warmth and clarity and grit of folk music. And I love the improvisational spirit of jazz. Um, and I love the polyrhythms of West African music and somehow I wanted them all to coexist, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I realized then that I needed to make a record. Um, and so I really love just participating in music. I'm actually just as happy writing music as I am performing, as I am producing music for other people, as I am curating, uh, concert series. Um, there's so many things that I love. And I also love the different ways of the, the different ways that music gets made. Um, and so I love the, you know, the way that a whole room listens together when you're playing chamber music. And I love the way you sit knee to knee when you're playing old time fiddle music and, um, you know, watch the bow for what's going to happen next. Um, and I love the way a song can be nine minutes long when you work with jazz musicians. And I love the focus and, um, you know, kind of distilled ideas uh, in a three-minute pop song. Um, and all of those things are kind of like I revel in them all and, and want to be part of all those different ways of music making. Well, and the term team player came up a couple of times in research that I was doing. 
which which kind of speaks to that. I think that speaks to what you just said. Yeah, I mean, I love collaboration, um, and I love the chemistry that happens when you have people, especially when they come from different camps and have different sensibilities and how to harness the thing that makes each person unique and think about how they can contribute to creating something that's never been made before. That's really exciting to me always. Trouble, I am trouble. 
We'll be back with more Musicians Spotlight and our visit with Jamie Stone. Welcome back to Musicians Spotlight and our visit with Jamie Stone. Here, take my hand, so this wedding band will ring. If we ladder up our voices, the crowd will all rejoice and sing. You know my hiding places, I see your many faces, too. Time can't erase even a trace of you. My woman's a nation, my civilization. My woman's a nation, my civilization. You know it means the most to see you on your native coast so free. The ocean meets the land, we run into the sand and sea. All the things that could have been this wild sea, you're swimming in with me. Someone turn the hourglass The world is moving way too fast to see My woman's a nation My civilization My woman's a nation My civilization Follow the sounds, look up at the stars. Apollo's a healer, his story is ours. In Cleveland this evening, I wanna be home. The room's full of people, I'm still sleeping alone. This Japanese maiden is blocking the moon. Now Autumn's twin is coming home soon. My mild, my sister, my maker, my heiress, my daughter, my circuit, my breaker, my keep it together, my measure of hours, my mirror, my seer, my magical power, my back in the day when you Stain. We kissed until morning, I never turned over We fell into photographs, double exposure Now twenty years later A home and two labors A garden of plenty A love that won't waver My woman's a nation My civilization My woman's a nation My civilization My woman's a nation Civilization. My woman's a nation. My civilization. My woman's a nation.
This is John Floridas. You're listening to Musicians Spotlight. I'm talking today with Jamie Stone. He's calling us from Boulder, Colorado. Jamie, we wanted to get into Awake, this most recent project of yours. And this is a real big step for you. I know on a lot of different levels, um, you know, as I, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's that unusual sometimes when we experience great loss that we try to focus that into um, something new and something creative. You know, that's one of the, the gifts that creative people have is to be able to try to channel that. And in so many different ways that, that that can happen, sometimes it's immediate, sometimes it takes a long time, sometimes it goes into, it happens in ways that, that aren't as obvious. But um, let's just talk about, about uh, you know, how this project came about. And I know that, uh, you know, in great part, it was uh, brought about by the passing of, of your brother and uh, a real tragic incident, and, um, and, but one that you have turned into something uh, creative. Yeah. Um, well, I had earmarked uh, four weeks off the road to start writing a new record three summers ago. And I knew that I wanted it to be entirely different. Um, I had some sense of uh, a, a new sonic palette, and I was going to set down my primary instrument, the banjo, and I was going to center my own voice and lyrics. Um, and beyond that, I just wanted to experiment and see if I could, um, you know, find myself in a new territory. Um, but I really didn't know what the record was going to be about, um, and on the actual day I was set to start, um, I got a phone call that changed my life and found out that um, my brother had died very suddenly and very tragically, totally unexpected. He was only a few years older than me. Hmm. And a couple hours later, I was on a plane out west to where he lived. And um, of course, you know, I, I had all this time now that... Um, was going to be for writing that really I spent most of in bed crying and on the phone with friends and family. And it was a huge experience. And I started writing at first journaling, um, almost immediately. Um, and then those slowly turned into poems and songs. And then, um, once I came home, I started to spend some time, um, over the next year and then two and then three, um, making a, a, an epic record. Um, and I have never spent so long on a project. And I decided from the outset that I would just give myself all the time that I needed. Mm. You know, if it took a year or if it took 10 years, that was going to be fine. Um, and uh, it was amazing really to have the luxury of that time and to go through many phases of grieving and, you know, poor much of that into the writing and um you know not the whole record but maybe about half of them really come out of that experience but of course even the ones that don't directly reference it you know it, it forever changed my relationship to my own life and people and thinking about music and art and um so yeah it, it's been a really big experience um and kind of amazing in a way to have a chronicle in the form of a record of that process over a long period of time. Um, I really feel on the other side of it and feel like I, I actually have a way to share so many of those experiences uh, in songs. 
trouble me Your troubled mind Trouble catches You every time Suddenly You're gone too soon Homes fill Your empty It's a working cure Astral salt From far offshore Burning bush Signal hill Rainbow sign But a silent will Second sight, second sun, who'll watch over me now that you're gone? Citywide, hazel green, brotherless, from here on. listening to Musicians Spotlight. I'm speaking today with Jamie Stone. Jamie, first of all, before we go any further, I should tell listeners we're, we're speaking to Jamie at the moment about his most recent project, Awake. And before we go any further, I just want to say thank you for sharing the story. I know this is a very personal thing and um, you know something that, that is uh, 
you know, so many listeners can relate to the loss of a loved one and, and um, especially one that comes suddenly. So thank you for, for sharing all this with us. What I wanted to get into a little bit from what you were just saying about how this music started to come forward was the concept of writing lyrics for songs. And I'm trying to remember in, in the past, I mean, that, that's, that's a fairly new thing for you, is it not? I mean, getting that far into the lyrical end of things? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've written poetry over the years and kept journals, which of course are both very different than songs. Um, and I've always loved writing. So that part of it um, isn't entirely new, but um, I had really only ever worked on lyrics when I've produced records for other people. I've produced a few pop records and always really loved the craft of songwriting and being a part of that process. But um, this was the first time of, you know, fully writing um, and singing songs like that myself. Um, and I really loved it. Um, and amazing too, after 25 years of making music to open the door to a whole other process with its own, oh, its own uh, weather systems and you know, pacing and rules and, um, you know, it's just a very different process to work with lyrics for sure, but I'm hooked. Jamie Stone joining us here on Musicians Spotlight. Jamie, I wanted to talk about writing in general. We can reference certainly Awake if, if, if we want to, but just kind of in general, one of the things that I pulled off from your bio was, uh, you know, I'll play electric guitar every day for months and never touch my banjo or write a song intensely and then not write again for ages. I thought it was an interesting you know, thing to, to, to read in terms of the writing process. Kind of, I, I can kind of relate to it myself, and I've heard other musicians talk about this, but let's just talk a little bit about how that works for you. And it sounds like sometimes you need to take kind of some space uh, for this analogy, it's like the rice in between, you know, dishes at, at a Asian restaurant or something to kind of cleanse the palate mm -hmm. a little bit before you get back into something either the same or something different. Uh, but uh, it, it sounds like maybe that's what's going on for you when, when it comes to writing. Yeah, it's like uh, crop rotation. Oh, OK, you know? that's good, too. Um, so you you plant something and you might use it for a season or two and then you have to till the soil and let it go fallow for a little while and then plant something new altogether. I've always been like that. I always seem to get obsessed with something and have no choice but to follow it. Um, so, um, you know, I fell in love with music from Molly and about 10 or 12 years ago, went there for a few months to study music and explore that. And there was just something that I need to get in and out of my system. Um, and then, of course, it leaves its indelible mark in some way. And so um, learning West African music has forever changed my rhythmic sensibility and creeps into my playing when I'm doing other things. Um, and that's the nice thing about music. It's like um, dance moves or something. Um, when you learn a new one, you don't need to get rid of the old one. Um, you just add it to your repertoire and you can continue to uh, expand and expand. And, um, and so 
That's always been the case. Um, so yeah, in the last few years, I've been playing a lot of electric guitar and far less banjo. Um, and of course, I've been singing more. Um, and I have gone through phases where all I want to do is play old time music and other phases where I just want to play Bach. And I have struggled with it at times because I see people who I know and love who have dedicated their entire life to just one thing and they're so incredible at that one thing. Um, and I at times envy that, but I feel like, you know, here I am in my early forties and I can look back with a little more perspective and, and I do see that, um, I love to cross pollinate and I end up sort of bringing aspects of all the music that I love and all the things that I've studied, um, into everything that I do. And it's part of what makes my music unique. It's coming on quickly like December. The ice is cracking neath my feet. Winter's fruit is bittersweet These feelings from further back than I can remember I don't know where to begin It's coming in clear How to hold it all, dear Wish I could call and tell you everything These days These days We were heading west to find a life with promise I'd lean in and you'd pull me through Felt like I could be anything next to you Had no idea what I was doing, honest We drove through the fog, quiet and steady Everything so mythic Just look at that blue Pacific. It was like California knew us already in those days. In those days, your shadow is ten feet tall. So many things you kept from me the silence and the secrecy sometimes I wonder if you saw me at all now I'm reeling on this sudden morning it's like we've been here before 
Except I can't, I can't feel you, feel you anymore Woke up and you were gone without a warning of a Polaroid You fade back black into the void Cause you disappeared before the second half You closed your eyes and the stars came out You always said you'd die trying Never thought you'd try dying. It's hard to know what we can live without these days. These days. Bright morning, your blinds are drawn You think about her off and on Brick by brick, you're still woe-be-gone yeah. Your tower never reached Babylon You settle up and you settle down This ain't a bend you can see around Walk on water and almost drown Now watch yourself with that thorny crown Out in the distance, it's plain as song You wait for heaven, you wait too long I'm a plant, nothing this season Bone tired, no reason No one said this ground was laid even Jamie Stone is joining us here on Musicians Spotlight. We're speaking to him from Boulder, Colorado. Jamie, 
it's 2020 and <laughs> in the future hopefully we'll be able to it'll just be 2020 we'll be able to look back and say wow what was what was that what an incredible <laughs> weird and strange year i can't help but wonder i mean we talked a little bit and we made some reference to the covid reality in the world today um i guess one of the things i wanted where i want to go with that is how have you been able to kind of adapt to that, not only professionally with your music, but what have you been able to kind of invest your time and energy into maybe even outside of music and your art that has kept you grounded as a guy who is, as you said at the beginning of the interview, you know, getting teary-eyed when I bring up the idea of all these great festivals and stuff that you normally play. It's a huge, huge change of your reality. So can you speak to that a little bit about just how, you know, what have you been able to do to keep yourself grounded and, and keep productive in, in ways even outside of your creativity? Well, in, in a certain way, I feel like I've had two parallel lives, you know, the life of touring and being out in the world, making music and then being home. Um, and the being home part feels quite similar to how it's always felt. You know, this is not radically different. I'm just used to also um, being out on tour. And so in that way, it's actually been very grounding. There's way more continuity. Um, I have two kids. And so being able to just be with them and not have the um, transition of coming in and out um, has been really amazing for all of us. I feel like we're much more bonded as a family right now. We even got a puppy recently and she's absolutely adorable and is the the latest deep bonding experience. Um, and, you know, honestly, my nervous system has just like ratcheted down and I feel a lot um, more relaxed mm. in so many ways. Um and I've also really enjoyed the time home to just work on music that feels extracurricular in a way, you know? Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I've always done what I wanted to do and love the music that I play, but um, there's always some kind of deadline of like needing to get ready for a tour. Sure. Or I'm going to play with a symphony or I'm going to do this or that or the other. Um, and suddenly I'm not on the hook to learn anything other than whatever I happen to feel like on a given day. And so I was able to really go deeply, like um, in the first month or two of quarantine, I got really into like learning cover songs and learned a few Randy Newman songs. And I would sit for like five, six hours at a time and transcribe his piano parts note for note. Um, and, you know, I often just don't have the time to do a project like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like I've learned a lot and I've been able to look under the hood of songs I've always loved or, um, uh, you know, I, I recorded a bunch of demos of like new things and new sounds back in maybe April. Um, and then I had a couple of friends the other day from Nashville um, come for a socially distanced jam in the backyard. And it was actually the first time I'd really played music with other people in a while. And, uh, and suddenly now I'm obsessed with playing the banjo again, which has not been the case for a while. Um, so it's been nice to go through all these different phases and, and not be interrupted in a way by um, having a professional life. That said, uh, my entire livelihood has evaporated. Um, and 
I am mostly at peace with that for the time being, um, but uh, it, it's certainly a little worrisome, and I'm really curious what's going to happen next. JamieStone.com is the name of the website you want to go to to find out more about what Jamie is doing. I'm going to spell that again for listeners. J-A-Y-M-E-S-T-O-N-E, JamieStone.com. Awake is the most recent project. Jamie, thanks so much for making time to be with us here on Musician Spotlight again. It's been a real treat to get a chance to talk with you again. And even though it's only been a few years, you know, look at what's happened. You've got this um, amazing project. There's big things that have happened in your life and you've channeled them into this this uh, terrific new, new uh, recording. And we look forward to what else is going to be coming on from you down the road. So uh, I think hopefully, maybe one of these days, I know you've been to Montana. And uh, so at mm-hmm. some point, we'll be able to actually meet face to face and have a, have a conversation and get you on the show again down the road. No doubt. Thanks so much. Really good to chat with you. Generations keep on repeating. We're trying to find a house to This is John Floridas. You've been listening to Musicians Spotlight. Our guest today has been Jamie Stone. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so through the Montana Public Radio website, mtpr.org, as well as through our own website, musicianspotlight.org. You can also find us online on Facebook and on Twitter. Our program is available as a podcast from those websites, as well as through iTunes and Spotify. Musicians Spotlight is a production of Montana Public Radio.